Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Brand Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy. I'd introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy. And thank you for that kind introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work together at the intersection of hospitality, food service, technology, innovation, emerging brands, automation, robotics, marketing, and of course, capital. We do it all, Jimmy. We do a lot here. And it's a great day and it's a great show. That's great, Shatsy. I love how, by the way, you keep adding things. Keep adding things to the list of what we do. We I love keep it. Doing yes, more stuff. Pushing. You know, what? If you're, you know what? If you're standing still, you're falling behind. If you're standing still, you're falling behind. That's what I have to say. Listen, today we are very excited to bring you a special episode of The Hangout live from the Branded Restaurant Marketing Summit. Addo, Branded Restaurant Marketing Summit, unlike our other on-the-road episodes, the Restaurant Marketing Summit is an on-demand virtual conference featuring 32 incredible restaurant thought leaders who will teach you all the tactics, the tips, the tricks that you need to be successful with your restaurant marketing campaigns um, in 2023 and beyond. To infinity and beyond, my daughter would love that Couldn't line. have asked for better people to be on the podcast to do this, Jimmy. I don't think we could have. We get to kick it off. If you have any questions about paid media, new guest acquisitions, loyalty, social media, email, technology, guest feedback, local search, reputation management, you name it, there are insights for you to discover. Registration for the Branded Restaurant Marketing Summit is get ready for it, Chatsy. It's not like how we do most things. It's free. It's Holy free. Cow. Jimmy, how could you give all this information for free? It's impossible. We'll make it up on volume. We'll make it up on volume. We sell below wholesale. Um, I love it. If you'd like to join, okay, the re- the Branded Restaurant Marketing Summit is January 25th and 26th. Uh, if you can't make it live, make sure you tune in uh, to the end of the episode where we'll share an exclusive offer just for our listeners that you're not going to want to refuse. You're not even going to be able to f- refuse it. It's like it's like we're going to make you an offer. Chatsy, wait for it. I have a line. It's going to be mine. It's going to be my line. An offer can't refuse all right Shatsy, what do you got i swear i heard that in a movie i swear i heard that in a movie hey jimmy i gotta tell you something you know it's great it's exciting uh you know i was at the national retail federation show at the javits just last week or two weeks ago i don't remember exactly when it was but i gotta tell you the underlying theme there was loyalty Guest feedback, local search, reputation management, technology, email, social media, guest acquisition. That was all there. So we are really, it is, we are top of mind right now. We are on point. And I got to tell you, I love it. Maybe we're just imitating CES. Maybe, maybe we're just imitating ICR. I don't know. What are we, who are you imitating? I, I don't know, but I got to tell you. Let's jump into it because I got to tell you, we, we have some great guests here. So let's get a quick introduction from our friend and partner and our first guest, uh, Robert Greeno, partner at Chef Driven Group here in New York City. And, of course, we have our friend and partner, Andrew Nash, CEO of Targetable here. So, Robert, please give us a little background about yourself. And uh, and give us your little elevator, your quick elevator pitch on Chef Driven to all that don't know what Chef Driven is. You got it. Thank you, Shatsy. Glad to be with you guys today. Hey, Jimmy. Hello, uh, Robert. How you doing? Great. Thank you. 
All right. So yeah, so I'm a New York City restaurateur. I've been in uh, in the city managing and owning restaurants since 1996. When I oh whoa whoa he's got it. <laughs> happens, happens quick, just like that. Uh, but at, at Chef Driven, speaking of old Chef Driven, we are uh, a multi-concept restaurant group with all of our locations in New York City. We've got about 30 years of history behind us. Uh, currently, we're running f- uh, 14 restaurants, of which thir- 13 are unique concepts. Uh, we have two new concepts currently in development. And actually, tomorrow, we're opening a tiki-themed piano bar called the Freaky Tiki. Is that breaking news, Robert? I, th- I think he just gave you breaking news. I that is breaking news. Uh, can you give us a – where is that? Where is the Freaky Tiki? So it's, uh, it's on 44th and 9th below Marseille, which is our French brasserie. So we've always, we've we've had a couple. That's different- Hell's Kitchen over there, right? Hell's Kitchen, just west of the theater district. I love it. Well, let's listen, everybody, all those listeners out there, go check out Freaky Tiki. Uh, to Robert is giving free tiki drinks tomorrow uh, <laughs> to everyone who comes in uh, and mentions uh, this uh, the 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 hospitality uh, branded restaurant marketing summit. Is that not true? Uh, no, no, we'll put that. We'll, we'll put all those things on your card. There, Sorry, Sorry. Boy, Robert, okay. I, I, he always Shats always does that. And I always make sure I give out his personal credit card number to you and to the people he offers free things to. So we got you covered. Everyone, go to go to the Freaky Tiki and drink up on Chatsy. So there we, we have an amazing, an amazing restaurant operator here, Robert Greeno, and of course our second guest. Let's not forget Andrew Nash. Uh, CEO of Targetable. Please give us a quick background about yourself and the best, quickest elevator pitch on Targetable to all those listening. All righty. Thanks, uh, thanks, Jesse, and uh, thanks, Jimmy. So, uh, first of all, good day to everybody. Uh, I'm an Australian-American, and I'm... Is that Boston accent I hear? Yeah, yes, uh, yes, South. Yes. Southern Hemisphere. Yes. Southern yeah. Boston. <laughs> I knew I heard a little Southern Boston there. Yeah, I always right. picked up on that. Way south. Uh, everyone said I have a great ear. I have a great ear. There you go. So I'm uh, what I would call a, a technology entrepreneur slash dinosaur. I built my first startup 36 years ago that I sold 34 years ago. Uh, got about 20 plus years of uh, digital channel experience, including e-commerce, data platforms, omni-channel analytics, and digital marketing. Um, in short, Targetable is a done-for-you digital marketing platform for customer journeys for the restaurant and hospitality industry. Uh, As we like to say, we promise not to cook if you promise not to do digital marketing. Just step away from the keyboard. We got you. I I love it. And I'd just like to add, is it not true that you were a consultant for HBO Silicon Valley? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, It is true, Jimmy. It is true. Great show. Great show. There you go. There you go. So you know this guy knows a little something about technology. Well, something, something. Yeah. Anyway, and I'll make up. I'll, I'll make up whatever, whatever isn't there anyway. We'll just make it up and just put it on the screen. <laughs> Mix it up anyway. Exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love it. We had a great friend, uh, great friends on the show, Robert Greeno, um, a multi-decade restaurateur in New York City, Andrew Nash, part, uh, Andrew Nash partner friend, uh, CEO Targetable, one of Brandon's uh, favorite partner companies. You know, I was actually thinking, Shatsy, that if it was just Robert. You know, Dianu, that would be enough. But we get Robert and we get Andrew, and I get to throw in the word Dianu for the first time Honestly, in any I podcast. I never got I the word Dianu in. I, right. I, I, I wasn't even sure where you're going with the Dianu, to yep. be honest with you. I was going with it, Dianu. You know what? I said it a few times. I, uh, I, I, I feel like I earned my bar mitzvah certificate. All right, listen. Uh, so today, being that we're at the summit, we're going to talk about the customer 
Journey Marketing. All right. We have a huge. Is um, that CJM? Is that CJM, Jimmy? If you want to go with the acronym, yeah, CJM. I'm not sure it's going to catch on, but since we have the unique opportunity of having both a technologist, a technology marketing expert, and a restaurant marketing expert, I think you should do this a little bit differently. How about we throw out a single pitch, okay? And, um, and we'll see if we can do a, a two-bagger here. Uh, let's uh, throw out a single pitch and see uh, what we get uh, from our, 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 our esteemed guests on the podcast with each of their perspectives. Nobody loves nobody loves baseball references more than you, Jimmy. I, mean, I remember FS Dick. Didn't you walk out with – didn't you introduce Billy Bean and walk yes. out with a Billy Bean jersey? I am, I am always uh, – yes, I, I got the, the, the opportunity to talk about Brandon, introduce Billy Bean, and, you know, th- that would have been enough. Dianu, well, got it again. Oh, but I was, got it again. Was, I'm wearing a Billy Bean vintage jersey, and I went out and got a Billy Bean vintage jersey, and I said, Billy, will you sign it? He goes – Get away from me. Call security. But anyway, it was still a good show. We had a good time. <laughs> Without a doubt. Let's right, jump, let's jump into it, Jimbo. All right. Listen, um, so let's dive into the customer journey marketing, the CJM, as Shatsy call it. Um, what is it? What are the phrases, or should I say bases, sticking with the theme, a customer must cross? And a customer must cross. Andrew, you kick us off. Customer journey marketing, what is it? What are the phrases? And um, and, and and take us into this section, Andrew. No, that's great. I appreciate it, Jimmy. So let's let's keep rolling with the baseball analogy here, which you know I think is going to be crazy because you're getting this from an Australian. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it, it kind of looks like cricket, but not really. Anyway, um, so essentially the analogy here is pretty much the same. Um, the first thing is it's all about the venue and the experience, right? Who wants to see a game in an empty stadium? Nobody, right? So first of all, what is the venue and the experience that you're promoting? The thing, thinking about the basis, first base is creating awareness. What, what is this venue? What is this experience? Why do I want to go? Why is it better than somewhere else? Second base is acquisition. We're getting there. Now I've, I've got the hook. I've got someone. I'm getting to the, them to come in for the first time. At this stage, we'll talk about this in a moment. That's what I call the pre-customer experience. There are two types in the journey, the pre-customer and the customer. And then we can break it down a little bit more. Third base is when you've got a repeat or loyal customer, and this is really what we call our ideal customer. They have a great, great experience. They keep coming back, and then the, what we call the home run. The home run is you know our target loyalist or a whale, someone who comes in on a regular basis, spends a lot of money, loves what we do, invites all their friends, gets everybody, and when they've got a fortieth birthday party to throw, they usually the, they use the room out the back for a hundred people. So that's the the journey. Now just. Very quickly, we break it into what we call top of funnel and bottom funnel. Top of funnel is what we call the pre-customer. Now, don't go jumping to minority port and pre-cog. It's nothing to do with that. We haven't got that software developed yet. That's coming. Um, but the, the it's, this is where we're, you know, we've got a new store opening because there is exactly zero recognition with the brand at that point. You actually have to create the customers and get them there. It's someone who's new or new to a locale or a community that they move in and they want to find out somewhere. Um, it's a tourist. It's uh, a first-time online order capture. That's what we call top of funnel. We need to capture that. Typically, that's seen to be expensive marketing. Middle or bottom of funnel is what's typically referred to as loyalty and retention. We've got the customer. We want to keep them coming back. And there are all sorts of different experiences and different techniques across each of those elements of the customer journey. I got to tell you, I love that. I know Robert's going to jump in, Chatsy, but I love that the Aussie just crushed and went around the bases. And I will simply uh, interject with Andrew's bit and say, holy cow, I think he's going to make it. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pass it to Andrew now. Great reference, Jimmy. I Thank love you. It. 
Holy cow, I think he's going to make it. No, I think you're going to pass it over to Robert. How about that? Right. <laughs> Just to keep track from the dugout. Uh, all right, from the operator perspective, Robert, you're up, sir. Absolutely. I mean, so the, the main thing now is being being an operator. Like, we've, we've all become marketers over the last few years, whether we liked it or not. Um, you know, we've, we've always, you know, going back 20 years, we always thought about doing this. We had first time guests and we had, re and we had repeat guests. Now we've added a few more steps in that process, but everybody understands that you need to get new people into your door for the first time and you need to get your existing customers to come back. And now what can you do to establish initiatives to support each and each and every one of those things and kind of make it a little more systematic. Um, so that's where, you know, now that there's great technology. Uh, and, and great companies like, like Andrew's company, Targetable, uh, are allowing us to make it part of our everyday without us having to, uh, you know, pretend to be experts, like Andrew said. Uh, it's better, <laughs> better to bring in experts who can help you do this and let us do what we do best in the restaurant. Yes, and, and the conversation, Robert, we promise not to cook. I'm good. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. Listen, you know, when we talk about uh, – hospitality and restaurants very rarely is certainly does technology come into that conversation hospitality and technology generally don't collide um but i gotta tell you today it seems like technology is really important in restaurants and incorporating the right technology at the right place it's actually um the right technology will allow employees to better service the guest and create a better guest experience um, the same goes with the customer journey marketing, or as I like to say, the CJM, Jimmy, uh, and if I, if I dare. Um, operators still need to listen to their guests. And I can't think of a better tool that's out there today, and we hear this one too, the GFM, or Guest Feedback Management. Robert likes to say GFM. I say guest feedback management. Robert, can you share how you are using guest feedback uh to power your marketing and where in the journey is this taking place? You got it. So guest feedback is definitely pointed at your existing customers, right? And I think, you know, retaining your customers, making sure they're enjoying the experience and excited to come back. That's where good guest feedback, guest feedback tools come into play. Um, it's probably one of the most essential activities we use to kind of judge the health of the guest experience and to make sure we're not losing those guests. So, you know, acquiring new customers is hard and expensive. Guest feedback should be your key to keeping all your existing guests and getting them back in the door. Um, so Five Napkin Burgers, our, uh, you know, premium burger brand, we do a large off-premise business. Um, you know, we work with, well, excuse me, we work with Ovation to send surveys to every guest, whether they come from first party or third party. Shortly after they receive the food, they should get a survey that's powered by two-way text. So we're using our feedback to solve uh, tools in in a um, you know to, to to fix guest experience um, in real time. You know we forget something, we're solving the problem. So if your feedback can help you know what's happening and help you solve problems, uh, and really at scale, you know the technology allows you to get more feedback, solve more problems, save more guests. That's when you're really using technology to help drive the business. Yeah, wow. just yeah, just. I just to riff on that a little, I think, you know, the thing that I like about, um, yeah, Robert and the team is it's not just that they have the technology, and we see this a lot, just having the technology is one thing, but actually weaving that into operations and doing something about it, it's, 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 more, than just a, it's more than just a table touch. It's how you respond and how you support 
and how you build that customer relationship over time. Uh, so that, those tools are very powerful in the journey. I like it a lot. And, and um, Shatsu, um, I think that last segment was uh, sponsored by our friends at Ovation. Uh, Zach Oates doesn't know it yet, but let, let's send him the bill. Uh, let's send him a little, let, let's send him a little something, something um, for the I great chat. No, it is, I, we do agree with the importance of guest feedback. Um, and what we love about Ovation is the ease of which um, frictionless of how guests and operators can leverage the tool. Listen, there are, are many avenues for a customer to join uh, this journey that we've been speaking of. Um, is it a new restaurant? Is it a customer learning? about uh, the established brand for the first time? Is it a cu is the customer new to the brand, a loyal customer, or perhaps a win back? Uh, Andrew, for you first, how do you treat a customer differently based on where they are when they started? So I think the, the, the very first concept is we have a multiplicity of customers at any time, at any point in the journey. There is no one size fits all for every journey. Um, the, the way to think about it though, is we tend to break it up into the awareness and acquisition about the new customer. And that part of the journey, uh, the way to think about it, it's all about the story or the digital narrative, okay? You know, most of you who know me, I'm a hockey fan. You know, I like to turn up to the stadium and I know there's a story. You know, how many records is a Ovechkin going to break today? You know, Is there hockey in Australia, Andrew? Yeah, but, you know, the, the ponds are upside down. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, that's, that's exactly where we're at. But I think the you know, part of the story of the digital narrative, and what I, I, I say to our uh, you know, customers and partners is think about the, the narrative you're creating, about your experience. Um, and you've got to look at the reviews. It's got to be very inviting. Uh, you know, if you've got great sushi, make it look great on Instagram. Um, if you've got a demographic that skews younger, you better be on Instagram. Don't not be there, right? Start getting onto TikTok. Um, you know, make sure that you explain your menu, menu and your options. Make sure that's clear and it's discoverable. So when someone's doing a search of sushi near me, you're going to appear in the top 10. Um, once you actually, you know, sort of create the story, then continue to tell the story. It isn't about placing an ad. It's about having a continuing narrative across all of the journey. The next thing, and this is the one that, you know, what I call the big E, is E for experience. doesn't matter what marketing you do if you don't have a great experience. And it's all about the experience in the venue. Make sure that's fabulous. Top it off with guest feedback management. And then finally, loyalty and retention. The simplest way I can say it is it's all about customer data and segmentation. And that should drive the specific actions or CTAs. Are we going after the whales or the winbacks or lapsed customers? What specifically are we putting in place for them? And then also understand where we are, um, you know, seasonally, uh, what the uh, the menu is on offer, what uh, you know, what specific objectives, whether we're actually launching a new brand or a new location or a new menu item. More more new is always good, even for existing customers. It's another reason to come back in. Yeah, for for sure, Andrew. I think that's definitely you know right on, and uh, you know. Uh, you know, right in line with how we think about it. It's important to speak to the guests, you know, where they are uh, with the message that they, that that's most impactful to them. So if they're just learning about your brand and who you are, how, how are you telling that story and where are they seeing it? Mm -hmm. If they're your existing customer and you want to get them back in for, for restaurant week or for Valentine's day, like how are you delivering that message? And the more you know about the guest, and you mentioned segmentation, the more you can understand about the guest through segmentation, you can tailor your marketing to give them the most appropriate and impactful message. 
Listen, this is all great stuff. It's really, it's incredible. We're using a lot of tech and a lot of really cool acronyms um, and a lot of stuff that we never used before. But I, I think we got to go back to when it all began. I mean, it, you know, way back when, Robert, when you and I started in the restaurant business, I mean, our marketing was so basic. It was, could you get City Search and get a website up? I mean, we're dating ourselves here because City Search, uh, you got a website. That was really cool. And then Facebook, you had a Facebook page. I have a Facebook page. And then you had to try and figure out, well, can I collect email addresses? And can I email my customers? And I remember even... Uh, the punch loyalty cards, you know, take a little hole puncher and punch and get them to come back. Jimmy probably had a hole puncher in his bag and he would just punch and go back because everybody, that's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was a very manual process. It was very time consuming. Um, but, but that's what we did. I mean, I remember, you know, uh, way back when we started using Yelp. I mean, uh, I mean. This was what we did way back when. I mean, and and Robert, as a restaurant lifer like me, I think that's even your Instagram handle, if I'm not mistaken. I'm the foodie guy, NYC, your restaurant lifer. I mean, can you share how you're incorporating some of the marketing 101 basics into your current marketing plan now? Sure thing. First off, I think you got to give yourself some prop shots. You were doing some of this marketing stuff well before anybody else. Well, Robert, thank you for saying that. And remember, I came up with that Facebook name. That was me. That, that was, was me. That was yes, me. that was me. That was my idea. I you had that you, idea. You removed the the. It was your idea to remove the the. You said the Facebook isn't cool. Just make it Facebook. Well, that was Justin Timberlake. That was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think so many of the activities are the same as they always were. But they, there's just so much more efficiency through achieving them through technology. And so the different tools at our disposal now really allow it to make it reach more, you know, a higher percentage of your guests. And you're never going to reach all of your guests through marketing, but the higher you get that percentage and the better the messages you deliver, you know, then you're really having the impact. I mean, I think the cell phone really changed a lot, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of the whole engagement, I mean, that was something that we didn't have. We, you know, people weren't walking around with their with their, uh, you know, their Dell or gateway computers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, you know, so it's it's, you know, the tech tools that are out there now just, to, you know, allow us to have a conversation outside of the restaurant as well. So it's not just, you know, you don't only communicate with your guests when they're inside your four walls. You need to try to become a part of of, of their routine and their entertainment and their life. And um, and that's the goal now. And it's it's really the same as it was, but it happens 24 hours a day and everywhere in the world. You're you know, you're communicating with your guests. It is. It, 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 uh, Instagram has created a instant, uh, you know, instantly you are seeing what's happening literally live in venues, which I think is just incredible that you, before you make your decision to go out, you can literally see what's happening in a restaurant sometimes. Be like, wow, things are really going crazy. I got to go there. That place is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think I just want to jump in here and say the you know the, the staggering changes probably in the past three or four years haven't just been you know the turbocharging of the, the the mobile or cell phone that was delivered because you know this little device lives literally no more than five feet away from every human who has one um, even you know sometimes when they sleep you know so Jimmy has two by the way yeah. I, Three, Jimmy has three, and, and he still three. keeps a BlackBerry just in case. Just in case it makes a comeback. He, he thinks it's coming back. He thinks it's coming back. back. Oh, oh, he's, he's, he's got the Hillary Clinton bat line on there, has he? 
come on, come on. <laughs> now the uh, so we, you know, the, the the beauty now is it's not just that, but I think the other thing that um, as we went through the pandemic, um, it massively accelerated online ordering, and it it really created um, off premise. Now, if there's ever one channel that needs digital, it's 100% off premise. Um, and the amount of uplift, and uh, you know, maybe to kick back to Robert, just the amount of uplift in uh, each of your restaurants and brands, just as a result of that particular move, and then what it then created, because it's all the data associated with that that gives you rich insights as well. So you've probably seen that a lot, right, Robert? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a whole different world. I think I he like was going to say hundred percent to anything you said. By the way, Andrew. <laughs> oh. I think he was going to agree with Andrew. I think I think he wasn't agree. Listen, I was saying hundred percent whatever Andrew said. I can't help but note yeah. in Chatsy as you introduced that segment, you went down memory lane, which and I get bonus points because I'm going to say that segment was sponsored by Barbara Streisand, the national treasure. Memories like the corner of her mind, but Chatsy went down memory lane. Yeah, and I and I appreciate and I appreciate you taking us there. Listen, um, it turns out that Chats and I started this podcast because we uh, like to talk to people and we like to pose some uh, put forward some questions. And I'm I'm not friends, so by we I mean I I do. Um, but we also learned along the way that our guests sometimes have questions for us. So let's kick off talking back the marketing edition, where we're going to offer our guests a chance us to ask uh, a question or two. As we like to say, nothing's off the table. We'll start with you, Robert. Um, the microphone is yours. All right. So, Jimmy, this one's for you. Oh. So, I when do you think? Watch the bolt there. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think the tech will be there to allow SMB, so that the you know the smaller businesses out, you know, restaurant businesses out there, the tech gives us rich enough guest data that we can really start to personalize the marketing message uh, because of the data. Do you think AI is going to solve this for us or do you think it's, you think it's soon or do you think it's uh, years down the road? No, I love the question. It is not year, It is not years down the road. It is a soon. Um, I will tell you that that in every tech company that comes our way, and Brandon has the privilege of having a very large top of the funnel um, and seeing a lot of deal flow, I never look at a company or I don't see anything from companies that doesn't talk about data. They always talk about the data. And yet respectfully, um, 99% of them have no idea what to do with the data and or, or how to how to take it in. And more importantly, because you asked a very specific question for the SMBs, giving someone a CSV file of data, giving someone raw data is not going to be helpful to an operator, um, certainly not an SMB or, or an independent. So I think the criticality is that collecting that data, but then it has to be turned into something that's usable, actionable, um, and almost indicative of the of the actions an operator can take to to uh, you know, to 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 deploy it, you know, for margin optimization, better guest engagement, etc. I think we're probably, you know, if I said 18 months, that's on the wide side. I think we're under a year because there are now companies that are specifically moving into this space. I can name two: our, our, our friends, our friends at Brizzo Data, uh, Brizzo Food Metrics, our friends at, at, at Ingest. And by the way, I was going to save the the big one. Oh, Target, yeah, I was our, is is a company that actually is collecting and able to take that data and bring it back to the operator in a way that allows them to, to use it. So my comment is, is I think we're, we're actually, it's, ha it's already happening now. I will just tell you, it is going to be within the, within this year, within this calendar year, I believe there'll be mainstream products for SMBs, heat maps, scores, ratings that allow the operators to intelligently and with a lot of intentionality 
use the data from folks like Targetable and Brizzo and Ingest to, to engage better with their guests. Absolutely. AI will be adding steroids and leverage to that, no question. But I think that is further down the line. Um, not so far, but still, that could be a year and a half or more. But the companies like it targetable right now are are using that data for the benefit um, uh, and monetization of SMBs. That was a short answer, huh? Yeah. Robert, you, Robert, you never thought you were going to get that. A 15-minute answer, huh? Part, part one of my four-part answer. No. <laughs> he was looking for a one-word answer, Jimmy. Yeah. A one-word uh, answer. All right, Andrew, Andrew what do you got for us? What do you got for us, Andrew? All right, I'm, 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 uh, this one's uh, directed at Chatsy. So, uh, nice. so uh, given the, the, you're the restaurant guy here, what is your favorite digital marketing tool or technique across the customer journey and why? Uh, my favorite marketing tool. I mean, right now, I, I, I will say, no, it's great. I mean, listen, you, you know that we love Targetable. We use Targetable. And using Targetable means that we, we, ha- we are more efficient with our Instagram. And for us, I think that right now, today, uh, Instagram is, uh, I think, one of the most powerful tools for us in the SMB, certainly in where Robert and I sit, which is the full-serve fine dining. I think Instagram is still proving to be the most powerful tool that we have to kind of get guests excited for the experience that they can come and have at our restaurants, showing them the food, showing them literally almost live activity in the restaurant, showing them a drink, showing them the excitement of the crowd, of the, of the, the guest experience. So I would have to say right now, Instagram, I think, is the most powerful tool that on the SMB side that we have. And using a company like Targetable, um, this, isn't, uh, this isn't a paid advertisement for Targetable, Jimmy, but I got to tell you, they are helping us make sure that our Instagram, um, our Instagram uh, audience is targeted to the right people. So uh, if we're promoting some great drink specials or some great cocktails, it's going to the right people, et cetera. So I, I still think Instagram is, is a very powerful tool. Well, look, Shatsy, I, I want to add, I know that question was to you, but I would say, first of all, this is the Restaurant Marketing Summit. We, we selected Andrew from Targetable to be here to make sure operators understand the power of what Targetable is doing and, to your point, to use Instagram. The only thing I would add, and I'm the finance guy, so I'm, I'm going to walk with a very small stick here. Yeah, but I, but, uh, I see you on Instagram a little bit, but, Jimbo. But, but no, you won't. But I'm watching I'm watching Shatsy. I'm watching, I'm watching Shatsy in our stores, script and position things that I would say in my layman's term are Instagrammable. He puts a swing outside the restaurant with some signage. He puts things that he believes are going to be attractive to people capturing on Instagram so that he then has that content out in the, uh, in, in the, in the metaverse that companies like Targetable can leverage, attract, and utilize. So I will say that I'm watching the Instagrammable, meaning we are creating moments that we are basically spoon-feeding that that photog moment or that Instagramable video moment, and it's done with a lot of intentionality. You so are, you are you are spot on, Jimmy. Listen, you ask Robert when we are thinking about uh, the wine list, the cocktail list, even the menu, working with the chefs. Everything that we're thinking about in the plating and the design, it's. We're thinking about is it Instagrammable? I mean, yeah. it's it's that's definitely Smoke, smoking drinks, smoking, smoking drinks, drinks, and yeah. pop, it's just uh, uh, everything. Marys with yes. everything popping out of it. If it's yep. just a, you could just give somebody a cocktail and it's great. I mean, Jimmy, you like your Mac Twelve on the rocks. You don't need any bells and whistles. But I got to tell you, everyone is thinking about how can I make the ice cube a little more interesting, make the glass a little nicer. Anything to make it Instagrammable, to your point. You are spot on, and I know Thank Robert you. and I are always thinking about that. 
Well played, sir. Thank well you. Played. This segment was sponsored by Edrington, the makers, the owners of McAllen. Edrington. Maybe we, can, maybe we can actually get Instagram to sponsor as well. Edrington, call Mark us. listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> that Mark guy, he might make something of himself. All right, listen, let's get into let's get into this, the food service feud. Uh, I think we've got a great opportunity to play a little food service feud. We ask every, every Tuesday, Jimmy, we go onto LinkedIn. We put a poll out there, as you know, and we get tremendous feedback. Um, we, we usually ask some fun questions about, uh, you know, about the biz, about what's happening in food service, in, in, in hospitality. We get somewhere, I don't want to brag, but Jimmy, it's somewhere about two to 300 million uh, people usually respond to our poll question. It's, it's, it's not the biggest number, but it's a large number. I mean, two, 300 people on LinkedIn uh, responding. It's a big number. It's a good number. So Robert, Andrew, Jimmy, are you guys ready? Uh, get your imaginary buzzers. Are you ready to play the food service feud? I'm ready. Hey, guys, don't, don't get all real excited and jump right in. Robert's like, I got to get out of here. Andrew's like, why did I agree to do this? I'm like, Jimmy's the only one who's excited. Right, get your buzzers ready. Let's do it. Buzz. Which restaurant chain has the best soup? Dick. All right, Jimbo, what do you got? Oh, when I think soup, I think zoop. That's for you, my boy, Eric. All right, that is, uh, that is on the board, but it's number three. Uh, Robert and Andrew, do you care to try and uh, take this away and steal this? I'm, I'm thinking Panera, the chicken tikka masala. Ding, ding, ding. Andrew Nash, Panera, number one answer on the board. Robert, I got to give you a guess. You can't get number one. You can't get number three, but there is a two and four. How about Here. New York? How about New York? New York City's Hail and Hardy. Bang, 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 boom. There we go. One, two, and three answered. That's how you know that we have guests that know what they're talking about, Jimmy. That's yes. how you know. Because when you ask for what chain has the best soup, they get the number one, they get the number two, and they get the number three answer. Well played, gentlemen. Oh, by the way, Oban Pond was number four. Oban ABP. All right, listen, it's time for our crystal ball moment, a chance we ask our guests to put on their Kreskin or Miss Cleo hat and predict the future, the future. How do you see restaurants and dining two years from now in relation to the customer journey marketing? Robert, you're up first, sir. All right. So I think that privacy regulations are going to change the game quite a bit. And I think it's actually going to make organic social and storytelling on organic social that much more important because you're going to need more guests to, to essentially opt in to communicate with you. So if you're not providing value, you're not going to be able to get to guests who, who haven't opted in. And the way to get the opt-ins is to create meaningful uh, content, content that, yep. that, that people enjoy. And I think it's going to be even more important in the future. Good answer. All right. Good answer. Well, Andrew? I, I want to. He must have gotten that question ahead of time, Jimmy. Yeah, I was say, Andrew, I, how do you see restaurants and dining cheers from now in relation to the customer journey marketing? Yeah, I'm going to double down on uh, Robert's answer as well, and I think we have the what we call the RCJM, which is the regulated customer journey marketing. Ah. There, is, there are, you know, so it's it's what we call not a TLA but an ETLA, uh, which is not a three letter acronym but an extended three letter acronym. So the important piece about this um, is that it, it will happen. It is happening now, but we will have a deeper understanding of the customer journey and the customer data. And Robert hit the nail on the head. It's all about opt-in and permission. And it's okay to have a conversation with the customer, make it a great conversation, make it a great experience, be relevant, talk to them in a respectful tone, get them energized, get them back in the brand. And we're going to see a lot more AI laid on top of the data and the journey. 
I love it. I got to tell you, just for all our listeners, uh, Jimmy and I are going to have a special podcast next week where we will just discuss all the acronyms that we discussed today on the show. Uh, I think Andrew just threw out like six. Uh, you know, I don't even I don't even remember. Like NBA, NFL, NBA. Andrew, you went you went acronym crazy. I mean, I, I did. Play. I did. I love it because I love it. It makes me sound smart. Yeah, Jimmy. Don't, don't, sound put, smart. Yeah, don't put that in, Andrew. You're the one who went acronym <laughs> nutsy here. I go crazy. Hey, listen, we don't have a lot of time. We have I, my producer is pinging me in my ear. We don't have a lot of time, guys. But listen, best segment of all podcasts in the history ever, of podcasts. Ever. That's not me. Jimmy, Jimmy, you know that it's true. This has more listeners than, than Joe Rogan's podcast, The Branded Quickfire. Restaurant Marketing Edition, are you ready? I'm going to ask Robert and Andrew five lightning round questions. Just give me the first answer that comes into your mind. Are you ready? I will ask one question. Each of you give an answer, and then I'll move to the next question. How does that sound? Let's do it. Great. Here we go. Robert, first, favorite restaurant slogan. Ooh, in here, it's always Friday. It's always Friday. Andrew. Yeah, easy. For like, the it's finger licking good. Yeah, no, my favorite rebel cows. Eat more chicken. Ah, nice. yes. <laughs> favorite restaurant icon. Favorite restaurant icon. What is out there in the restaurant world that is just screams? Restaurant. Well, like the Golden to... Arches, for example. I'm going to go with Bob's Big Boy. Oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Bob's Big Boy. You can't miss that on the highway. Mr. Nash. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go virtual. Uh, Mr. Beast Burger. Nice. Mr. Beast. Favorite restaurant limited time offer or LTO? Boom, Jimmy. You see what I did there? I see what you did there. That's an easy one. Shamrock Shake. Ah. Shamrock Shake. Mr. Nash, sir. Your favorite Limited time offer. Uh, I'm going a different direction. Restaurant week in whichever location. It's killer ways to get brands associated with I the brand. I got to tell you, it is going on right now. We're loving restaurant week. Oh, yeah. uh, favorite restaurant social media account, Mr. Garino. Taco Bell. Mr. Nash. Uh, I'm going with um, a little left field here. Johnny's Pizza in North Carolina with 350,000 followers in four locations. He crushed oh, wow. it. Crap. That is a lot of followers for uh, Johnny's Pizza. And where is it? In North Carolina. In North Carolina. In the killer. North Carolina. All right. Uh, our new sponsor, Jimmy. We got a new sponsor. There we go. Uh, all right. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a game of supermarket sweep, Robert, who would you have better odds of beating in supermarket sweep? I'd say I could beat you, Shatsy. <laughs> how do you talk? You see how fast I am? I'm moving, baby. Yeah, you can distract it easily, Shazzy. Distract it easily. What's that, what's that over there? What's that over there? And Mr. Nash, uh, who would you beat? I got to beat both of you because I spent six years in supermarkets and I wrote shelf management software. You know where everything is. You yeah. know the layout. You know the layout. I produce dairy. I know where everything is. I got the map. He's taking us both down. All right. I respect I respect uh, Robert's answer more, but I want to respect Andrew's as well. Um, Shatsy, you would be so distracted. You would give up. You'd be like, Wait, what? Yeah, if you'd be like looking at the fruit aisle, be like, oh, is that is that a good piece of fruit? Is it fresh? Is that banana yellow enough? All right, listen, I mentioned at the top of the episode that we have an exclusive offer that you can't refuse just for the Hangout listeners. If you're unable to make the Restaurant Marketing Summit live, you can gain access to the content from all the presenters, including all the workbooks, checklists, white papers associated with them for an additional 90 days by securing a VIP all-access pass for just 
$97. That's right. Jimmy, is that the VAAP? It's the VIP. Yes, the VIPAAP. Oh, I love VIPAAP. $97, 90 days, and you get all the goods. Uh, that also gets you access to additional training only available to the VIP All Access members. If you'd like to take advantage of this offer, email the podcast team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'll make it happen. Podcast at brandedstrategic.com for the 90 day um, VIP all access pass. Listen, Jimmy, and- quick question. Quick question yeah. before you get past. I apologize just for our listeners. I just want to clear things up. The $97, does that include tax and tip? Um, t- I, well, I don't think there's a tip in that, but let's just say it's all, oh, that's it. We'll call it, we'll say it's all in. We'll say it's all so in. So it's all inclusive. All in inclusive. Yes. Listen, I to love Andrew, it. To Andrew and Robert, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast, this special edition uh, of the Restaurant Marketing Summit, uh, and for sharing all your great insights uh, with us. We think you guys are your great people, your your tremendous friends of Shats, myself, and the branded team, and we appreciate everything you guys are doing uh, for this industry. As I said at the top of the show, that we love, we uh, we really do appreciate your hard work. Um, if you want to get in touch with either Robert or Andrew directly, you can again email the podcast team at uh, podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the introduction. And finally, to our listeners, um, this doesn't happen without you and, and your continued support. We know we uh, we have some fun. We make some jokes. We inflate some numbers. We uh, we depress some numbers. She actually we says do only- not inflate numbers, Jimmy. That is uh, that's that is not true. I think the two to three hundred million people on the uh, on that on that on that go LinkedIn check call. Check it out. You go check it out, Jimmy. All right. But, but in all sincerity, the fact that you guys continue to tune in and lift up uh, our metrics um, is what's helping keep this going, and we're having a ton of fun. So and, and also, so don't forget our sponsors, Jimmy. That yes. sponsors are really what keep it going. Chico's bail bonds. Where would we be without Chico? <laughs> Cheers to you, Chico. Um, so listen, this is Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, signing off again with appreciation to Andrew and Robert and passing it back to my boy Shachi to close us out. This is the restaurant guy signing off. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Cheers.